Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And uh, no, the weekend has not settled the market. Uh, the Dow down uh, almost another 500 points while you were asleep last night. Uh, crude oil hit $130 a barrel. At one point, unleaded gas futures, uh, these were April contracts, uh, were 385. Just to give you perspective, that puts gas at five bucks. Right now here in Arizona, we're at four bucks. There's another dollar coming. Crude oils come off a little bit, but still up again, almost, <laughs> excuse me, almost at $120 to the barrel right now. It's going higher. I'm just telling you right now, going higher. Uh, and then gold. Gold, about 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, broke over 2,000. Uh, I was worried. I was like, mm, man, this is going to be this big gap in the chart thing. Uh, and we had actually really good action in gold today because it came all the way back uh, as it was approaching the open here in the U.S. Actually uh, went down 3 or $4.00. Uh, has come all the way back right now at this second. And it, gold's up uh, over $17 right now, uh, almost 1985. Silver uh, has been going back and forth. Silver uh, about 2570 right now on silver. Silver also broke $26 earlier this morning while we were all asleep. But uh, very healthy action in both gold and silver uh, again we're, we're getting ready to hit all-time record highs uh we're what about eighty dollars sixty uh, about seventy dollars uh away from the all-time closing high of course an interday high of 2100 and, and jason uh, i i'd actually right now the way things look i'll be shocked if we don't have all-time highs by the end of this week I don't know if I'd be shocked, but it's definitely not surprising at all, Joe, <laughs> because we know things can, can can go back and forth. But, man, the way it's looking, it looks like we can blow past the all-time highs. Yeah, well, and again, I think that's the, the, the bigger concern, if, if you will, is how far above the all-time highs are we talking about. Uh, everybody's out uh, right now, at least this morning. Uh, the so-called experts on Wall Street that were predicting uh, another year of all these huge gains, of course, I was not one of those, uh, are now lowering all of their forecast and, and now predicting uh, no gains for the year. And, and it, some of them now are talking about losses for the year. Uh, and, and then everybody's out raising their gold price forecast uh, now 3000 Seems to be gaining a lot of momentum. Uh, bets on $200 a barrel oil. Now, remember, we talked about that before we ever heard about Ukraine. Right? We, we're, this is going back to, what was it, Jason? September, maybe, maybe September, October last year. 
that very quietly bets were being placed on $200 oil. And at the time, oil was like $80. Uh, but now uh, bets piling in that we could see $200 a barrel oil before the end of the month, Jason. You brought up a... a uh... A little, a little a statement, a word, uh, demand destruction last week. Uh, I think that's going to be something we'll be talking about a lot in the next coming weeks. De- uh, demand destruction, Joe. I, I just uh, saw some videos over the weekend. We'll talk a little bit about uh, this, this 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 thing I, I saw I read about the IMF. They, have, they write these papers, and they wrote this paper in 2011, and uh, basically everything that we're going through up to this moment in time was in that paper. It was their plan. Right to the inflation. Yeah, I mean, uh, this whole thing is is very, very curious. And what Jason's talking about on, on demand destruction, I know when inflation will go away. I know when oil will stop rallying. Because right now, uh, especially with what's happening in Russia, oil's not going down until we get demand destruction. And what that just simply means is the price has to get so high that people stop buying gasoline. I mean, it's just that simple. Uh, how high, what is that number? I will tell you this, $4 is not that number. And the type of demand, now Russia brings a new aspect to it because now the demand destruction has to be even greater. Right, we've got to somehow destroy two to three million barrels of crude oil a day. Where before, hey, if we lost a million, that would have done it. That now, Jason, we've got to double and triple the amount of demand destruction. And and I just don't know. Uh, my, I I think five dollars. Uh, you know, somewhere between five and six dollars would do it. But if we get to two hundred dollar a barrel oil, if that does happen. That would be, forget about $5. We're talking 7 maybe even $8 a gallon. And I think at that point, Jason, uh, that, that we're talking probably a major, major recession and huge, huge losses on Wall Street. And again, let's not forget, we've got default problems everywhere uh, that have started with all the Russian companies, Russia itself, now all of a sudden it seems to be gaining steam uh, and just breaking out. China says its wheat crop is going to be the worst in history. And, of course, already wheat at all-time record highs. Food inflation just broke the highs of the 70s. Everybody better buckle up. How much does your portfolio weigh? We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And I was just reading uh, on China here; they're talking about a wheat crop down twenty percent. That that is uh, just unheard of. Uh, And again, at the same time, uh, you know, Russia, Ukraine, they supply about thirty percent of the world's wheat. And now, if China all of a sudden needs, hey. We, we need even more wheat than we thought to. And, and again, this is a supply issue problem. It's everywhere. We've talked about this for how long now? This idiot Jay Powell running our central bank. It's all on him. Him and Janet Yellen. And of course, now we got the Patsy Joe Biden. Listen, they still, still 
haven't started to fight inflation. They haven't raised rates yet. Remember the nonsense that they've been spewing. Oh, there's no inflation. We could print trillions of dollars out of thin air. Matter of fact, we've printed, we printed so much money we never told anybody about. And, and, well, you know what? We got to go to court and they let us hide it for 10 years. And of course, then they said, oh, well, it'll just be transitory. And remember, Jason, they told us it was a, it was just a supply chain problem. All of those were lies. Every single one of them were lies. And now we are in the midst of the worst inflation. And remember, Jason, I warned you, this isn't going to be the 70s. Hey, the 70s, it was bad. But at least you had big GDP growth. And at least you tracked inflation honestly. This is going to be much worse than that. We are going to have no economic growth. Matter of fact, I, I don't know that we can avoid recession. I really don't. And massive inflation. You know, this is the dreaded stagflation. You know, the 70s, it was more like hyperinflation because the economy was growing while inflation was running. This time around, Jason... We're going to have massive inflation and the economy not only slowing, but now I'm wondering, are we going to enter into a major uh, recession? And could we see a collapse once again, go back to the financial crisis? Are we going to revisit that uh, with all of a sudden, you know, just think about uh, every Russian company, every Ukrainian co- uh, company that's at least globally involved I got to imagine all of them are closing in on default sooner or later. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right with Russia uh, and maybe Ukraine. That th- they're going they're going to default. Uh, when I read this uh, this IMF working paper, this was brought to my attention. They they wrote a paper in 19, uh, 20, 2011, and then they revised it in 2015. And there's four lines. Listen, listen to what they. This is their plan, Joe. So the the inflation we have right now, this was a. I'm convinced now this is a planned event. And they're going to run inflation really hard right now. And they have a plan that nobody else will have to default if they do it this way. This demand destruction you talked about, Joe, this is, this is a part of the plan. It says here, this is the abstract. I'll just do the first four lines. High public debt often produces the drama of default and restructuring. The debt is also reduced through financial repression, a tax on bondholders and savers via negative or below market real interest rates. After World War II, capital controls and regulatory restrictions created a captive audience for government debt, limiting tax base erosion. Financial repression is most successful in liquidating debt when accompanied by inflation. That's their plan, Joe. And and again, if you think about some of the things that they're talking about, Right, that would, uh, and I don't know, and I'm just making an assumption here. So, are, is what you're reading into this that they expect interest rates to go sky high? They, they, or are they saying no. that interest rates are going to go the other way and go negative? They got to keep interest rates far below inflation, and then they're, they're, nobody will have to default. They're going to demand destruct their way out of not having any nations to default. So, so Russia, quite frankly, may be saying, I, we don't want to do this. 
we're out of this thing. You guys are nuts. And this is why they're, they, they, they will be punished in a way that no country has ever been punished before, from what I can tell you. They're, they're going to obliterate Russia. Russia is going to be looked at as the most evil country that ever walked the face of the earth because that is the one country that is outside of what's going on. They, they, and they, here's the thing. All the countries in the world are just magically in, in, in lockstep with this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Switzerland, Joe. Switzerland. What's happening is, is the business class of the world and the governments of the world are suddenly – on board with with sanctions. See, sanctions don't work because the business class doesn't always follow. It's like, well, you can sanction all you want, but I want cheap stuff. Well, suddenly the the, the big corporations of the world are, are walking lockstep with the government, uh, the governments, and Russia is in a very scary place. We just watch this thing, Joe. This this will be the emergency for the rest of the year, and inflation is going to run like crazy. And every horrible thing that happens in economies, it's all Russia's fault, Joe. From here on out, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo a few things because I want to point out once again this morning, okay, Germany uh, saying that they want that that not to sanction Russian oil, Russian energy, right? The 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 we're down for everything but that. Here's the problem. So on Friday, here here's here's what really led. Uh, to the big rally uh, late last night, early this morning. On Friday, Royal Dutch Shell bought Russian oil and at a heavy discount. And, and Russia has, there, there's two different, as we know, there's, there's light, sweet crude, and then there's that heavier crude. Uh, this particular oil that they bought was the, of the heavier variety. And again, this was on Friday. This was the first time, uh, since the, this, the invasion started that anybody's bought any Russian oil. Everybody flipped out. And Royal Dutch Shell was getting dragged through the mud to the point they they had to put out a presser yep. that that said, "Hey, all the profits we got off of buying this oil, uh, we are now going to give to the Ukrainian Relief Fund." Uh, in in London, in England, they are refusing. The dock workers are refusing to unload. Any Russian ships, doesn't matter if it's oil, natural gas, they, they won't unload them. And so this is just putting everybody in this horrible position uh, where this morning, uh, Kazakhstan, one of the stands, right? Now they have uh, the light sweet crude. Well, for them, they use a pipeline to send their oil to, 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 the, to the sea that's Russian territory. It's not even Russian oil, but that terminal is in Russia. Nobody will buy it, Jason. And so this is compounding the issue and why we're going to see and why we're seeing all of these huge bets on where oil is going. And I want to warn everybody, don't be fooled by a little pullback or a little uh, reprieve. Because Jason and I have been saying this, we started saying this last week, there's going to be, I think, maybe one day a week where, where you get uh, a little relief. People just take some profits down. 
this can't stand. $130 now, uh, I think that's the low level. I, I, I think uh, $200 is extremely possible if nobody is going to buy this oil. Uh, it, it's too late. The Biden administration, where are they? Where is the drilling? What, I mean, even now, if, 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 if at least he said it. Hey, we're going to drill, baby, drill, let's go. At least maybe oil could slow down. But, Jason, they're nowhere to be found. And here's the problem. It's going to be months and months before any of that crude would actually be available. Uh, This is going to be the worst summer driving season in the history of the United States. I think you're going to see Joe Biden beg actually beg Iran to sell their oil to Western nations so it doesn't go to Russia or China. And then, you'll, and then, and then uh, with the non-production we have in this country, you can control that demand destruction by how much we decide to produce so that it doesn't go into an absolute oil you know, destruction of the world, Joe. The only way you can control it is if all the sources are being used for the world, and then we can decide, well, well, no, well it's getting a little strange now. Let's turn up a little oil. Let's, let's, let's Put a little relief there, Joe, but there will be absolute control for the Western nations once uh, Iran is in the boat with the Western countries selling their oil this way. I well, it's funny. You know, we're going to make a horrible I, – I hope not, but it sure looks like we're going to make some horrible uh, Iranian agreement. Yep. Uh, and then uh, rumors were – and I guess they're not even rumors now – apparently the highest-level delegation – uh, the the United States has sent to Venezuela. Uh, as you know, obviously yep. we're sanctioning that country as well, uh, and apparently uh, we're down there talking to them. But here's the problem: China's already there. China's already helping Venezuela. China's already uh, helping Iran, uh, and this thing just keeps spreading. Uh, now, uh, who was it? I want to make sure I get it right here. Uh, this was Reuters. Uh, saying that food inflation, world food prices hit an all-time record high uh, in the month of February. Uh, and think about uh, the, the surge in oil since then and how much worse it's going to get. But they said a surge in vegetable oils, dairy products. Food prices year over year were up 20.7%. And remember, our idiotic Fed is trying to, to, to you know, say, oh, inflation seven and a half percent. It is, Jason. It's so much higher than that. Right, Joe. And and, and I think, I think what we're going to see with Russia is, uh, Russia and China are nation states. They're very, you know, they're still very. Hey, uh, it's it's us, our communist ways. I think what you're seeing is China wants to be on the side of Russia, and they want to be independent, uh, independent of the world stage sort of thing. But China is going to be shown this is what the financial powers of the world do if you do not play ball. And I think China will actually, you know, they bought into, into special drawing rights heavily, Joe, since 2016. They're basically in the system. I just think China tries to reserve the right to, to break free. I think they're going to see what happens to Russia. I think this is like, hey, China – here, here it is. Here's your example. Mess with us now. I think that's what this is all about, Joe. China fall in line. Yeah, it could very well be. China is still sticking. Remember, we told you the State Department Friday, uh, and, and again, I think was reckless. Uh, this administration continues to step all over itself, in my opinion, uh, threatening the Chinese, 
about uh, breaking Russian sanctions. Of course, China fired back immediately, said, as far as we're concerned, these sanctions are illegal, uh, and uh, we think that all of this needs to be negotiated, and we are not going to sanction Russia. And then we talked about India. We talked about Brazil, right? The, the, all the, the BRIC nations seemingly together on this. Uh, and then, of course, Germany, uh, the lone holdout right now uh, for sanctions, at least on the energy side of things. But again, it may not matter. If nobody will buy the oil, uh, two of the world's largest shippers are refusing to even send any ships to the Russian port. So uh, they may not even be able to get the oil regardless. I think Germany and China in the end will sanction Russia. It's going to happen. All of them. It's going to happen. So, uh, by the way, wheat, winter wheat is up lock limit. Uh, they do have, the government does set a limits on commodity prices. Wheat prices rose 7%, uh, which is lock limit. Uh, this is, uh, wheat has now traded up its daily limit for six consecutive sessions in a row. And I'll do the math. Wheat's up 42% in, in the last six days. And how much higher is it going to go? Uh, and again, just another one of the dominoes that it's starting to fall here. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker. Uh, airlines came out warning today, uh, part of the reason the Dow's down almost 500 points. Uh, they're saying that uh, fuel costs rose 32% last week alone. Wow. Wow. You think about, and again, think about what's going to come to the pump. I mean, prices at the pump are definitely rising. Every couple of days, they go up another five, ten cents. Uh, but jet fuel costs rose 32% last week. Uh, airlines saying higher fuel costs more than wiped out, uh, out any better revenue, uh, and resulting in, uh, they're expecting all the airlines, uh, to lower forecast and now they're worried they may be losing money again and worrying as prices, airline tickets rise, uh, demand destruction happens again. You know, and of course the airline industry, uh, always one of the ones that is seemingly is at the front end, right? When, when things are getting bad, you can almost just go to the airline industry uh, and usually they're one of the first signs of problems uh, in the economy. Yeah, Joe, I think 185 to $200 a barrel oil is almost guaranteed at this point, uh, it, later this year. Uh, I mean, when you read something like the uh, the working paper, this IMF working paper, it's, it's freaky, man. The, the, this paper details how governments can use financial repression to ease their own debt burdens by transferring it to their citizens. Tools such as zero interest rates, price controls, and capital controls will be used. Uh, on this, this the opening statement I was reading, it says, we, this is the IMF, we suggest that once again financial repression may be a part of the toolkit deployed to cope with the most recent surge in public debt in advanced economies. They're wanting to do this on purpose, Joe. This, this inflation, they're not going to fight it. 
these quarter points and half points, and then when the when the economy or the uh, the market start to crash, oh, we oh, we got to go back down to zero. It, this is all part of the plan, Joe. This is this is a purposeful destruction of of uh, of the citizens' value. Anything you've got to say, they want it. They want all of it. They, they want worldwide China, Joe. Yeah, and this could be something uh, because of the way the rules are laid out. Are, are you know, and I and I worry uh, about this paper from the IMF. You know, transferring the debt to the citizenry, uh, which is something we've speculated uh, for a while. You know, the Obama administration had tried to come out and say, hey, we can, all these people that don't have 401Ks, we can set up a thing and they can just buy treasuries. Uh, of course, the problem was treasury yields don't yield anything uh, and haven't for a long time. Why do I get the feeling that we're going to enter into, and it could, will it be some type of forced uh, buying of treasuries uh, through 401ks, through IRAs, right, where the government says, hey, you know what, you have to hold, and I don't know what the number would be, you know, 25%, 50%, whatever it may be, uh, of debt of U.S. treasuries, uh, in your retirement accounts, because let's face it, at the end of the day, as we've talked about this, even at that ridiculous 7.5% inflation number, the 10-year notes yielding 1.7%. Who in the right mind would buy a 10-year treasury for 1.7 when inflation's 7.5? And here's the problem. They know I mean, we're, we're probably talking about inflation closer now to 20. So, wait a minute. I want, I'm going to lose 18-plus percent every year? Nobody's going to do that. That doesn't make any financial sense whatsoever. Uh, so the fact that the IMF uh, and the bankers, this is part of the plan, right? We can go digital. I've talked about this before where all of a sudden you no longer have your bank account at the bank. You have your bank account at the Federal Reserve. They can set in interest rates for home loans and auto loans and all this completely independent of your bank accounts. Right now, remember, right now they can't do that. Right, well, the interest rates are down. Well, then you get nothing. And, and to Jason's point, they want negative. And they just want your bank accounts to be negative. So month after month, hey, every month my bank account says I've got two hundred grand in it. So even though we talk about inflation, and even though that's not the smartest thing to do with your money, it still says two hundred thousand every month. They want to get rid of that, right? And they want to set those at a different rate. Hey, money at the Fed is now negative. You leave it in there every month. There's going to be less money in there. And until you decide to do something else with it. And then to Jason's point, on the other side, on the financial side, really simply just changing the rules to say, hey, guess what? All of these other financial instruments, we now are going to force uh, allocation of a certain amount of government debt. Yep. Joe, and enough. that debt, listen, and that debt's going to be separate 
and they're going to give you nothing for it. I, I promise you this. That, that, that's the double-edged sword. You're going to get this government debt. We're not going to pay a lot of interest on that because otherwise we would be defaulting and that'd be terrible. So you're going to have to take it. And oh, by the way, we're going to have negative rates on your Fed accounts because we need to get this economy going. You got to spend that money. Uh, Jason, this is, this is just really enlightening it, it all these little pieces are starting the dots are getting connected here as to what is going to happen because let's face it, i mean we admit to 30 trillion we know with the fed's balance sheet the debt's more like 40 trillion it grows by trillions of dollars a year it's never going to be paid back but this is this is part of the reset this has to happen right jason the way you get people to accept negative interest rates and money leaving their accounts is to say it's going to be the cure for the inflation, Joe. That's how you get people to want it. They're going to want negative interest rates, Joe, because the inflation is just going to be so bad. That Oh, and, and listen, they'll have the guys on the TV, right? Uh, are we going to, Wall Street won't open tomorrow and, and pour me a river. And, and it's going to, listen, I don't want to minimize, it's going to be terrible. It will be terrible. And and I go back to the financial crisis. If you had gold and silver, you did really well. Everything else got cremated. I think this is this just another one of those things. You know, we're talking about $3,000 gold now. And, and all of a sudden, because uh, that doesn't seem very outrageous at all, and, and, and it gets us excited. But here's the problem. That means things are going to suck. You know, right, Jason? Yeah, the, the only reason that we're talking about gold at $2,000 when, when the people of America used to spend the same ounce as 20 bucks is because they've, they've stolen it from us. You know, hey, gold was great. Oh, in 1933, no, you can't have gold. Well, then 1965, you can't have the silver. 1982, you can't have the copper. Now here, you can't have the paper. Pretty soon you can't even have the digital money. It's got to be some negative interest rates, Joe. And like you said, some debt, some government debt's what you get, right? Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Pizza Radio News Hour. Uh, gold prices continuing to escalate. Uh, right now, gold's up $17.1984. Silver, uh, uh, $25.65. The gold price is close. Uh, Kiko, uh, is London. I'm giving you New York prices on gold. We do have an April contract, so there, it'll be off a dollar or two there. Uh, but silver, really interesting. Silver in New York, much higher, uh, than in London right now, and it's a March contract. Uh, well, so we'll see. I don't know if Kiko's on a delay of some sort or, or, or not, but, uh, gold and silver, crude oil, uh, all rallying again today. Uh, the, the, all the, the entire commodity complex is absolutely, uh, skyrocketing. Uh, the Dow is now down almost 600 points. Uh, and I expect things to get much, much worse. Uh, right now I've got $20 gold and this is just how quickly things are going right now. Uh, and I don't see any let up here. Uh, 22.70. 2270 that's going to be 20 bucks off right now 20 dollar gold now 2290 uh and and I got a I just have this feeling uh, we're going to see uh much much higher prices uh 
for the foreseeable future uh, right now. So, and again, this is it is what it is. Uh, as cold goes higher, you're, it's just you know, things continue to cost more. Uh, $2,270 on U.S. 20s today at 800 951 Now, here's the problem. I don't have hundreds of them. Uh, you know, when we look at uh, the amount of volume that we did last week alone, uh, it's just insatiable out there. Uh, so it is what it is. When we run out of those, the price goes up. That's just what we're going to be in now. Uh, it's going to be hourly. It could be every five minutes, uh, depending on what prices do. But for right now, uh, that's where we're at this second at 800 9510592 Russia has reiterated uh if they want the war to stop here's our demands Crimea and the two provinces uh Crimea will become part of Russia uh the provinces uh those two territories uh they will be independent states and a firm understanding that Ukraine can never join the EU or NATO, uh, which was the position, I think, from the get-go. Uh, Jason, that has always been a non-starter for us. For what? Again, I don't know why. I mean, Ukraine, not that important of a country, but uh, looks like this thing's going to last uh, and again, I know you did a story last week. People are saying this war could go on for 10 or 20 years. That's what the Pentagon uh, uh, briefed the uh, Congress on right before the State of the Union address. That, that wasn't me saying it. That was the Pentagon and CBS News. I just happened to be watching the uh, State of the Union on that channel, and uh, they reported it right before uh, Joe Biden went on the air. And then uh, uh, there was many sources the next day that uh, verified that. And, uh, I mean, Joe, that you know, we talked about. It. I'm going to keep saying it a few times because because when the, when the S and P and the Dow when they crashed in 1929, it didn't come back for 27 years. It went down again in 1968 and didn't recoup those prices for 25 years. This sure has the makings of of one of those situations where we go sideways and down on the markets, and people across the world, the governments are going to be you know. Those that know how to take care of their finances, they're going to go after things, Joe. They want they want to own companies. They want to own commodities. They want gold. They want land. They want things because there's a resetting of all the finances of the world, Joe. We're going to have a digital currency. It's going to be worldwide probably. And uh, these things are painful when they when they decide to make these changes, these decisions, Joe. Yeah, well, things are getting uh, uh, worse now. Remember, we, we, we've warned there's – people on the other sides of all these trades somebody is getting wiped out on wheat today as a matter of fact over the last six days in a row up lock limit there's there there's another side for every guy that goes long there's somebody going short and getting wiped out uh breaking news right now uh that uh funds millennials citadel and others uh may be on the short end of some of these trades it looks like peabody uh, Peabody, the coal company, and you think, man, these guys would be doing fantastic. Coal prices have been skyrocketing. Well, apparently, Jason, uh, they were, uh, had a heavy short position, right? Trying to, and again, it makes sense. 
for a, for a coal producer to be short, right? In case the price falls, right? They don't you know go out of business. Uh, apparently, uh, they are getting hit with margin calls now, and I think this is the other side of the thing that people don't realize. There's going to be uh, a lot of wealth destruction, yep. uh, and again, if companies all of a sudden can't cover margin calls, uh, we're talking about uh, Russian companies already missing debt payments, uh, and are we, you know, could we see Russia itself? Uh, missing debt payments. And again, there's somebody on the other side of all those trades, Jason. That, that's correct. And, uh, you know, wheat going down in price, no matter what the story is, that's another thing. With these economic changes that are happening, supply lines, chains get messed up and, and the cost of everything goes up. It doesn't make sense that, you know, that, that, that there's not enough wheat. But here's the thing. Nobody wants to pay for something that Russia has a lot of. Russia has a lot of wheat, Joe. So if you're going to strangle this country, you got to make sure that hey, when when certain countries don't have enough wheat and enough food, they don't they don't want countries going there because hey, Russia's the bad guy right now, Joe. It's all about smashing that country right now. Can't have. Yeah, go- I just got an wait. update on something. Uh, we got uh, another item coming up next. Don't touch that dial. Be very quick on it as well. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Okay, so here's where we're at. We've got sixty twenties at twenty two seventy. Just after those are gone, add another twenty bucks. And when those are gone, add another twenty. I mean, that's just how it's going to go for right now. We've got sixty twenties, twenty two seventy. I'm down to the last two cases of silver eagles. Unless somebody gets more, uh, and that does not look good. Uh, our main source, the Bullion Bank in San Diego, is out. Uh, our backup source, out. We're, we're already down to uh, our third and fourth guy here. So we've got 50 rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. I do not know when we'll have more. I could have more in a couple days. But my guess is it's going to be weeks uh, before there's more. Uh, everybody's flooding into these markets right now. Uh, so unless somebody sells me some, this is what it's going to be. Uh, they're seven sixty a roll. I'm going to take five bucks off. Go back to where we were uh, on on Friday. So seven hundred fifty five dollars on U.S. Silver Eagles. This is the last two cases I have access to at this time at 800-951-0592 uh, as, as again uh, late last night early this morning crude oil prices touched $130 uh, crude oil right now is about 120 unleaded gas uh, hit the highest I've ever seen at 385 so you think about 385 then it's got to get delivered Right, you know, you're excellent. I, I want a, a million gallons. Okay, well, three eighty-five a gallon plus delivery. All right, well, that puts the cost of who knows, like four twenty-five, maybe four fifty, because gas prices are expensive and it goes by truck. Right, then you've got eighteen cents federal tax. Then your state tax. I mean, this is uh, three eighty-five wholesale. Pretty much is five dollars plus uh, everywhere in the country. And unfortunately, uh, I don't think it stops at one thirty, Jason. No, 
It, it's not going to, Joe. We've, we've, you know, we talked about it last year. Somebody put, placed massive bets on $200 barrel oil. I don't think they did that because they didn't know what they were doing, Joe. That's well, now the bets, though, what I'm seeing this morning, incredible how many uh, calls now are out for $200 before the end of the month. Uh, so this is something where uh, the, 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 wow, this that's is fast, un, man. This that is, is un, fast. It's unheard of. Uh, it, 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 and again, if it gets anywhere close to that, it, that's going to be absolutely devastating uh, throughout the world. And again, you're going to see gold. You know, we've been, we we said this last year. Gold's going to follow oil. They're going to go together. Silver's going to go together. Uh, very healthy action again this morning, uh, which leads me to believe we're going even higher from here. Uh, U.S. twenties at twenty two seventy, uh, and again, I would not be surprised in the least if we are talking about all time record high gold prices uh, before the end of this week, and definitely before the end of March. Uh, silver, the last two boxes, I got one line open. That's it, just one line open. The last two boxes, that's 50 rolls, U.S. Silver Eagles at 755 a roll at 800 951 The Dow's down 580. Gold's up 15. Uh, well, you know the drill. 800 951 God bless. 